Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavors, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 67. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Tornado Club. The electronic supergroup is the uniting of Danny from the Cardstring Tangle and Elle from Woods. In today's episode, we're talking about their new EP entitled Reset, how the band actually met, and songwriting through difficult times. Here we go. Our guests today are an electronic group that some might call a supergroup. Separately, they might be known as the Kite String Tangle and Woods respectively, but together, they're Tornado Club. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Elle and Danny from Tornado Club. Hello, how are we? Hey! Hey, good! (laughs) Very good. That's good. Uh, Now, congratulations on the new EP, Reset, which is out today. Um, These songs have been... I guess kind of it's it all started back at the late stage of 2019 and it's finally out now. What's it like to, um, how are you both feeling with these songs being out in the world now? Uh, oh man. It's kind of surreal, <laughs> it's been, isn't it? Yeah, it's a while coming because I, I guess like we wrote the songs not even knowing that it would be something that we would release. So yeah, it's, it's really exciting for people to be able to hear them. And, and at the same time, like we've sort of, it feels like we've been sitting on them forever and we've both <laughs> been really excited, but you know, you're just sort of excited in a bubble for a long time and, and not really knowing like how it'll be received or like if other people will like it as much as we do and that kind of thing. But uh, I, I think also because they're quite like um, sentimental to us, that also doesn't matter to an extent We're we're kind of, they're pretty special to us. Yeah, I think from the start, we've sort of, we're both, we cross-check with each other, like, is it good? Do we like it? And that sort of, for a long time, that was all we were going off of. <laughs> like, we weren't really showing it to anyone else, just sort of, yeah. I feel that there was um, a lot of people we've spoken to, a lot of artists throughout the pandemic had that kind of, they were like sitting with these projects that they'd worked on and like revisiting every now and again. Was there ever many times where you kind of would go back and listen to it and be like, oh, maybe not, or like, oh, we should add this, or, you know, was there much? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, like um, tinkering. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, yeah, there, there was a lot of that, but 
to, I, I think that that's sort of an important part of the process and having a bit of time to give perspective is, it can be really helpful. And so I think, um, I think that's what we had an abundance of this time around, but I think it was, it wasn't like counterproductive where you start sort of going around in circles and, um, yeah, flogging a dead horse or whatever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just kind of good to be afforded the, the time to perfect it. Yeah, I definitely think that this project in a normal environment without everything going on, it would have been really hard to slide it in between. Like we were both simultaneously releasing albums um, whilst working on this and we weren't able to tour that or sort of I was confined to my house for (laughs) the whole Melbourne lockdown. So it was kind of a really great project to just be recording vocals and have someone to just bounce ideas off of and be really excited about something in the future. Um, yeah. Contact with the outside world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Elle, you just mentioned that obviously you both had your uh, respective projects releasing things um, around that time. Elle, people might know you as Woods and people might know Danny as uh, the Kite String Tangle. I'm curious, how did you guys come together before Tornado Club and I guess what was the catalyst for the friendship before the the band itself? Um, so, I mean, I've been a fan of Danny's for ages. His production is unreal. And I also just really have admired how he runs like multiple sort of business ventures where there's like label, he's like always just like, noticing up and coming artists and getting really excited about like certain scenes in Australian music, um, which I think from the beginning, um, yeah, I realized, yeah, I don't know, just like someone I wanted to work with. And I also realized, Danny, that I think we met at the Length show. Uh, yeah, we, yeah we've, actually, we've been asked this question a few times and we're like, oh my God, I have no idea when we met. And yeah. so we're like still trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I think it was, I mean, if you were at the Brightside Length show, that was when I jumped up with him to sing the Thor, which we had written yeah, as a duet. Yeah. And that was like yeah, the first time ever performing it. And I seem to remember because you had like the iconic baseball cap or like I I was like oh my god the kite string tangles here um (laughs) but yeah I was like the other day I was driving I was like no that's that's where it was it wasn't big sound um but yeah I think over the years we've um sort of just collaborated like we started for a thing Danny was working on and then um I think for me it was really exciting we did this sort of song camp called song hubs where it was like the last day of the camp and you had like three hours and it was like, you can finish off stuff or you can try and write something um, in this really short amount of time. And we're like, no, nah, let's do it. Let's just like see what happens. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite songs that I've ever released as Woods. It's called Close. And um, it was literally, I think, realizing that Danny likes Sigaros as much as me. <laughs> and that's like a huge band for me. And everything that sort of he would lay down on my own music I was just like that's exactly like the tasteful or like the the creative choice that I would want to make so it's just really exciting I think that was like the moment where I was like oh like we can make music so quickly we finished a whole song in three hours and since then it's just been like we've written a lot of music and some of it just didn't fit for either our respective projects yeah I think I think we've been sort of aware of each other's projects for ages and and being both collaborative like we are, we, um, you know, 
enjoy doing sessions with other people and whatnot. Um, and so we've done a bunch of them in the past, but then through doing these, like you realize how many similar influences you have. Like there's, uh, we keep mentioning Sigur Ross, but it, it is a big, a big influence, but um, there's very few people that you could like get away with putting a Sigur Ross layer in, <laughs> into a song. So I think um, the same with like, you know, this, the Sufjani stuff and like real textural beats. It's just, Enya. Um, yeah. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah it's good yeah. to just uh, be on the same page there and then it was like it just made sense I then like- I think as we've oh sorry <laughs> I feel like as we've written we've also realised like we both love Fortet and Tourist and a bunch of artists where it's like oh it like kind of makes sense because like these really beautiful lush electronic producers mm. and creators but um, yeah it's kind of exciting as Tornado Club's growing as our collaboration's growing it's like it's even more on top of it like I, I suppose like some like Sigaros and Sufjan have like that really nostalgic quality. Like it's sort of mm. what made you love music, what made you want to produce music or pick up a guitar or pick up, I don't know, play the piano. Um, it was like those really emotive initial moments of loving a band. I think it's like also the, um, the meeting of electronic and raw organic stuff. Like a lot of people tend to be, in the electronic space or in the organic space, like they're in a band or they're a DJ kind of thing. Um, and there's there's a bit of crossover, but I think we really enjoy that middle part of that Venn diagram. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was a natural sort of uh, point for us to make music. It, um, a word that you just used before when describing it, Danny, was textural, which I thought was a really kind of good way to describe it. Um because it is listening to the EP, it is weirdly a perfect mix of like both of your projects separately together. Like there's oh, no awesome. point where um, oh, there's one or two songs where it like might lean into slightly more one than the other. But I'm curious when you went into it, when you started it, I know you said it was easy, but was there ever any discussion of like, it's going to be more kite string tangle or it's going to be more, or like, was there, yeah. Like how do you find that balance where it's not, all of a sudden, just a song by one of your respective projects featuring yeah, yeah. the other. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I, I feel like it happened fairly naturally. We let the song come first and then sort of dressed it up. Like we, we did have, we had sort of like some goals in mind of what we think, what we thought we might sound like uh, together as like a band <laughs> rather than our respective projects. So we, we sort of had a goal in mind, but it was very song led, I think. Do you reckon Al? Mm. Yeah, I think so. There's a few, is in a way it's easier than your own music where it was like, these are the set variables of like, Intuition was the first one we wrote for this. And there's like this really cool bass. That's a, I think it's a repitched guitar. Yeah, um, acoustic guitar. And it's like, oh, well, how can we use that again? Like, how can we kind of make this like unified sound? Um, and like part of it was like layering a specific plugin with the piano so that, and then also running the vocals through like specific effects and having like a really like, let's say cohesive, unified sort of sound. And also we're singing together in unison, which was another thing that I think we had talked about where like, if we're singing solo on something like Your Love, it was a specific choice. Like we talked about that and we're like, does it make sense to sing it together? Or like, is this the one moment where we're not... um, so yeah, there's a few like variables I'd say that we really discussed about like what tornado sounds like. Um, but 
Yeah. I really, I really like the the unison vocal thing is really, really cool because, or it's like an important part of the sound, I think, because it feels to me as if like what it's like when you write a song in a room with someone and then you're both sort of singing it through, like you're both singing the same, the main bit. And it's like, for me, for some reason, just has that quality of like that exploration of, of working out how to finish the song. I don't know. Probably, yeah, I love it sense, when we like <laughs> breathe in the same moment and you're like, because yeah, yeah. I like I did a lot of choirs growing up and one of my favorite things about that, like, you know, singing German songs or Latin songs or whatever, but like everyone just like breathes together and all just like has this like beautiful tone and th- I miss that. Like there's not many moments, especially as a solo artist where it's like just... 
you know, like being in that, it's that, uh, that time, I'm sure, you know, most people have been through breakups and, and, you know, there is a period afterwards where you just got to kind of chat it out with someone. Um, and I got to do that in the, in a songwriting format. <laughs> so it was really, it was really bizarre. Um, actually, because it, it was really nice and cathartic in the in the room, and then I would like occasionally go go outside of the studio to what whatever get some food or whatever, and there was the reality of everything would just like sink in, and it'd get really heavy again, and then you'd walk back into the studio, and it'd feel like this sort of nice little sanctuary um, that we'd created. So it was it was it was awesome, and yeah, like the songs that came out of it, we, we thought were really special. Um, uh, but we didn't realize that till a bit later. I think it was just kind of like, we just enjoyed doing it as a process. And then later we were like, actually, these are really good. Like, I think we can do something around this. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely as I was, I felt like I wasn't in the room as Woods. Like it was really like Elle as a friend of Danny, um, being like, man, this is a really tough situation. All I can really do is listen. And if, if you want to talk about it, if you want to sing about it, cause I, like the first song being intuition, I think I knew it was like, I, like, I don't know the story. I don't know anything that's happened. All I can do is f- sort of facilitate that space and, um, and be there for someone. So yeah, it was very unique songwriting experience. Mm. Um, and also I think that's a, a lot of it's down to Danny's openness to talk about it because I, me and like previous breakups, it's like, I don't know. I'm just going to go watch this show for like 20 hours. <laughs> um, I'll see you soon. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> so yeah, like to be, to be able to like, yeah, be, be open. Like I, I guess, yeah, just made it well, a I, very I unique think, experience. I, I would have been the same as well. I, I think purely because we had it organized and it wasn't easy to get out of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this is gonna be hugely inconvenient for L. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. I would have, Which is you know. good. Like, yeah. I'm very curious what point came. Um, sorry, like what point it was that you decided that it it could be more than just like sessions that you were working on. Where was there one specific track um, that jumped out as you that jumped out at you? Sorry where it was kind of like, yeah, this could definitely be a thing. We could definitely turn this into like a fuller project. I, th- I think it was that one, hey, intuition. Yeah, yeah. I'd we, say we, that. We talked about having our own project before that was separate to Kite String and Woods, um, but we did. We hadn't really gotten further than just a loose idea of like maybe that could happen one day. Um, and so we came into the session not necessarily writing for that, but with that potentially in the back of our minds. And I think that song was the like, yes moment where we're like, yeah, cool, let's do it. Yeah. I think also because we were completing it in a time when we couldn't tour and it was really down to like putting out more music more frequently. Um, it was also kind of exciting to think that our three sort of project worlds could simultaneously lock in. Like we're yet to see how that works. <laughs> like, yeah. um, <laughs> but like we're, we're personally really excited about the idea of just being like, it's tornado club time. And then it alternates back into our other projects and we can, we make so much music and sometimes it just doesn't fit into a certain record or like, like with Tornado Club, the song Your Love, it's like it it was one that we had already written um, and it locked into it. So that was kind of exciting because you're like, you believe in this song, it didn't fit for Kite String, it didn't fit for Woods. Um, 
but it's a really great track. Um, so I don't know. That, yeah. Don't know what. <laughs> what I was going there yeah. was um, the whole EP is is incredible, and there's two tracks that I guess really stood out to me. Um, my favorite is No Surprise. I think it's oh, a awesome. gorgeous track, and um, it, like in what you've talked about before, it does sound like both of your respective side projects. It does sound like some of the influences that you um, discussed earlier, but it's not hitting you over the head with any of them either. And then the other track that caught me by surprise was the cover of no, Tattoo. I forgot that was on there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, um, it, you've done a beautiful job with it. I'm curious what made you pick this song to cover? Uh, th- that one has been something, that, it's literally been like four or five years I've been wanting to cover that song. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, um, I think when I... Th- Elle and I both really enjoy covering songs. I don't know why, but it's just something that's really fun. Um, for me personally, it's like the transformation of a song I think is really cool or, or the re, reappropriation of a song, like putting, put, stripping a song of its parts and then dressing it up in a different way. I find really satisfying when other people do it and I, I enjoy doing it myself. And so like often when I cover songs, uh, I'll usually do a song with a female vocal uh, that I can sing just so that you don't have that immediate comparison uh, to the original. Yeah. And then we'll, you know, production-wise do it in a totally different way. And I think it's just really fun to hear songs that are like, um, yeah, just out of their natural habitat. And so that's a song that I wanted to do that with forever. And um, I asked Elle, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like knowing that it was going to be a bit of a curveball, but um but yeah, Elle didn't flinch. <laughs> I love it. I think what's cool about doing covers as well, especially when you're a new artist, I would implore all like upcoming, emerging, I don't know, people trying to work out what they sound like or like what mm. where they want to be headed. It's like you have this really, I don't know, it, it's sort of kind of unique where you can just throw what you want to throw at a song with no, um, no pressure because it's already a great song. Like it's, and if you do that a couple of times, you'll find there's like similarities in the bases you use or um, just like the colors that come out of that. So I think we did a few co- covers while we were doing this process and that really made us go, oh yeah, like that's a Tornado Club sound. Let's use that in the original works as well. Um, and I think also we were choosing, we were trying to choose covers where it, it fit in with the themes of the EP. So that was another way of kind of like, working out the variables or like which which ones because yeah I love doing covers um (laughs) it's really fun can we ask what the other contenders were or is it that we might hear them at a later stage so yeah there's a couple you'll hear at a later stage so yeah maybe we'll very exciting very exciting (laughs) um obviously at the moment uh we are recording this in early July um just for those listening most states are still in a bit of a state of lockdown or in a weird um, time at the moment. But I know that you guys, I think, have been able to play a a small handful of shows as Tornado Club. Is that right? Yes. Well, one. (laughs) One. Okay, sorry, one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, just just a little sneaky one. (laughs) One song, actually. (laughs) So we really haven't got to do it extensively. Yeah, I was like, could I just, like, sit in that moment a little longer? (laughs) (laughs) There is... 
hopefully an opportunity again, touch wood, lockdown, lockdown pending that um, you guys will be taking the band on and the EP on the road in September. Are you looking forward to being able to, yeah, transform these songs, obviously play more than one song now um, <laughs> and, and showcase these songs? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think also because we love playing live and we didn't get to do that uh, at all for our, our previous record. So it's like there's this other layer of like, let's make this really amazing and um, not take it for granted at all um, that we get to, uh, yeah. to do this. I also think like these songs for me particularly feel very classic songs in terms of the songwriting. There's no like, um, you know, it's not like a big drop or like whatever. They're songs you can just sit down at a piano and play and they sound like the song. Um, and, and I think there's something really powerful about that. And so I'm really excited to like just play songs. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, just I think, I think it'll be really... Uh, just I don't know a bit different for me um, yeah but really fun and really like powerful potentially uh, there is quite a bit of excitement from what I've seen online about the show so I think that um, it should be a very exciting time and, and obviously very exciting for yourselves as well um, lastly Ellen Danny we usually would speak to our guests about what they're currently listening to I know we previously spoke about um, influences and things like that is there anything uh, at the moment that you're currently listening to or that's getting a, a strong thrashing on, on your streaming service or record player? or uh, I've been revisiting Jungle. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just so good. They've re- released a couple of songs this year and it's, I've just, it's made me go back into their back catalog because it's just so good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've been listening. There's a new EP by um, Australian group Telenova. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Uh, I've just loved all of their visuals. I think the lead singer is also a director, like a music director, um, sorry, a film director. So it's like, it's just kind of nice to see such a... Um, that works so well. A that beautiful, group, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. It's yeah. like um, the Blaze. That yeah, the Blaze. That's one of them exactly. is the director as well in their film. We need, we need a third member who's a music... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a, yeah director yeah animator director but yeah I've really enjoyed that and Danny introduced me to Fred again like Mm, quite a while ago and now that album is like I'm really enjoying it it's really cool we've got um Telenova on the podcast coming out tomorrow in terms of sort of out by the time this comes out but um, but I haven't heard of Fred again, so I'll definitely give that a look up uh, today and give it a listen. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's good. good Danny and Elle, thank you very much for your time today and congratulations again on the EP. Thanks so oh, much. Thank Thanks you. for listening thank to it. Thank you for it. having us. Yeah, it's been fun. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Danny and Elle for their time. Reset is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the EP. We also want to give a huge shout out to Emily at Warner Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes where you'll be able to listen to all of our guests' picks. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning with guest playlists streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.